Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd first like you to go over and check out other podcasts, High School Hoops, the five-minute basketball coaching podcast, uh, Funneled on Defense. Just finish this one first and then... Uh, pull the car over or stop your run and go over and check the other ones out, download all of them. Um, but, uh, and leave a five-star review. We love that. Uh, but we would like to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, they, we don't, I, I believe in this. I believe I don't have a lot of sponsors um, that I talk about. And Dr. Dish is one of them. I believe in this machine. It is great. It has helped our team. Um, you mentioned coach unplugged and they'll give you $400 off. That's all. That, that's probably the best compliment I can give is a lot of people approach me about, uh, about being me talking about them and being sponsors on here. And Dr. Dish, I believe in them some, so much that, um, that's why I do it. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is what I would have wanted as a young 25 year old coach. Um, I would have wanted all of these resources and, uh, you know, maybe it would have helped me uh, win a few more state titles. I don't know. Um, but from someone that's been a nationally ranked coach um, and had nationally ranked teams and won that numerous state titles, um, this thing is everything you need to take your team to the next level. Um, we offer a 14-day free trial because we believe in it so much. Go over and check it out. And let's head off the podcast. And you can run 3,000 plays off it. That's kind of my next project that I'm going to go to. His horns. I'd love to see that stuff. stuff. I'm going to have you, I'm going to have you listen to, to Brett with the Princeton stuff too. He might be able to give you some stuff. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to have you send that Celtics thing too. Cause I'm going to steal that. Um, yeah, it's, hopefully it's, we have a season this year. Cause I think I have a perfect team for that for this year. It's but. crazy, stupid. And like the guy, so we were Hinsdale South Hinsdale central is like our rival school. And, you know, Nick always says to me, he goes, you're just going to run that damn Celtics play anyways. And he goes, I've been trying to stop it for seven years and I still don't have an answer. Right. And it's, I'd zone you. I'd zone you. Yeah. And I do, 
I'd zone it. I'd one three. <laughs> I'm giving away. I'd probably one three one you if I was long enough, and make you make that long pass over. Um, I'd probably gap you. And then know. we we some teams started doing some good stuff on us this year, and as soon as we'd call it out, they would have a great game plan. So then we just started messing with the spacing. So then we started starting them on the elbow and the three-point line, line, and they would come from that way. And they would be, like, so worried about my guy. Point guard just drive to the basket. Coaches, timeout, you know, calling right. this. You don't have to. I'd love to see some tape on that, too. If you have any huddle, I'd love to see a couple. I'd love to see that. And, in, in, uh, yeah, I'm going to have you send me that. I'd love we, to see that. We also run another one that's so stupid. It's simple. Like, we throw the ball to the wing, and he throws it right back to the point guard. Then we ball screen. And, like, a really good coach is like, I love that play. I'm like, all it is is just a ball screen where we just throw it to the wing. He throws it right back to the point guard. And, like, we have a guy start at the free throw line. He comes out and ball screens. But just throwing a pass just changes everybody's mind. It's, it's that little bit of movement. It's it's crazy, isn't it? It's and, it's called Houston because I was just watching Houston play one night and I saw him do that. I was like, let's try that out. You I'm know, telling didn't you have all these moving parts for the coaches out there. Okay. So again, I have a YouTube channel. There's lots of YouTube plays. 99% of them. You can't run with high school kids. Yeah. I'm telling you, you can, they're great. And the diagrams and all that, you just, you literally can't run them. Like there's too many actions. There's too much movement. If there's more than one or two things going on, it ain't happening. I'm just, I mean, I and from and coach and I have done a lot of great players. I mean, trust me, I've got guys in the NBA. You, you can't do it. It's just, it doesn't work. We um, have this a seventh grade level play for zone offense that's unguardable, and it's it's just. I think I don't know if I've shared it. I need to get it to you. Yeah, and it's you're gonna like, send it to me. It's uh, you know, we literally just pass it. You know, pop a guy like drive one way like a false motion, pop a guy out, and there's so many options. If you take anything away, somebody has a wide open shot. But like I've learned, and like any coach that's done enough, if your kids can't shoot, it's not the play. It doesn't it's, matter. Yes. Yeah. Like whenever you like this year, we had four kids that could shoot it and scored. We had four. All five starters scored 20 points in a game. They so, bought in. They would. They didn't care. My best player would score six one night, 26 the next night. Didn't care. We go into a sectional game, and our strategy actually, because we knew they weren't going to guard our sophomore that had been coming off the bench. He had to start due to an injury. But, like, Bennett's just not going to guard him. So we come up. Our seniors, I told Garrett it was our seniors that came up. This was my strategy. Garrett, you were going to shoot the first three times you are open from the three-point line to start the game. Like, if one goes in, it's a plus. And he can shoot in practice, but he hadn't been shooting in a game. But I was like, they're not going to guard you, and you can shoot this. All of a sudden, his the kids were like, that's a genius strategy. They're like, they're like this is going to work. No, what, uh, what percentage of practice do you do on shooting? Even, I'm not even talking about specifically this year because you had a shooting team, but – because I always find it hard to, to carve that out. So some of our shooting drills you wouldn't that we've been able to develop aren't even really what I would consider shooting drills, but we're getting a lot of reps. Okay. We're going to do a bare minimum of 15 minutes, probably no. threes. That's a bare minimum. 
So we, we did Bradley Beal every single practice, the drill I was going over. Yep. We do another one. We call it five-minute threes. So you have three guys, two balls, the Olympic shooting, some people call yep. it. So we, you count for five minutes how many threes can you make as a team, that group of three. Then we start to put different things in. I stole it from a girls coach this year in Chicago of like, hey, the last minute and a half, you have to choose somebody in your group that can only rebound. So like then it like starts to put they're like well, crap I'm the third best shooter in this group. Right. It puts like, the, the pressure on them. To, I love that. But they started like they liked that and you know mixing it up quite a bit. Um I think it's a we, loss. I think it's I think it gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And when this I, year with going to all this different stuff where we didn't have to work on the other team's plays as much, we were spending a ton of time on like yeah three on zero drive and kick or three on two, like what I call scoring drills. And, you know, like it doesn't have to be complicated. One of the best things I did this year when we would do small sided games is the defense starts with the ball and they can throw it to whoever they want to start the offense. It totally changed the way we worked on offense because you didn't start at the point guard position every single time. So then we started doing it five on five. And now you've got to be able to run your offense where it actually started with a wing catching the ball. Can you still run your offense? Because I know what you're going to do after listening to the podcast. If I have to set two pin down screens to start my offense, you're going to blow those up. Like you're not going to let me do those. Right. Or you're going to have a, you're going to throw in some zone. You're going to do something where my offense doesn't work. And that's what this switching really did was just whatever you did, we could disrupt it. Right. And, 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 and I think those, I always say that the, the shooters need to shoot just like, you know, any, it's like getting in the batting cage. I swear to God, I'm more and more convinced that it's talking to more and more coaches in the last three or four months. That it's something that just gets lost so yeah. easily in practice. And it's, it's easy to shoot in a Christmas game that a Christmas tournament game when there's like 12 people in the right. gym. You know, I think we played at like 9 o'clock the day after Christmas this year. Well, that wasn't hard to shoot at. When we played Bolingbrook in front of a couple thousand people, you know, in the late eight or 9.30 game, it's a little different. You know, right. kids are hitting the side of the backboard, you know. Right. Our gym is incredibly small for – a 4A school. I mean, we can pack a lot of people in there, but the kids are on top of you. And there's are like you getting in, you said you're getting a new gym though. No, we're, we're not getting a no, new okay, gym. We okay. just we're uh we our school's getting they've got everything new. We have a new $35 million pool. They won't even fix the gym floor, but that's But nothing. you know what? If the trust me, I have the small I bet I have one of the smallest gyms in Division 1, which is the highest one in Wisconsin. And I would, I told my, I, I mean, we have a field house and then we have this gym we play in. It is like, I love it because it's, yeah. I'm telling you our whole, our gym holds maybe 1600. I mean, there's 2,200 kids that go to school and the gym holds 15, 1600 maybe. But when you pack it, oh my God, it's like, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't want a big. Yeah, some of these schools have gyms set up where the, the uh, it's like 30 feet off the court. We have to stop the game. Excuse me. We have to stop the game multiple times a year because there's kids cheering that have came out onto the court or something right. like. You know, it's it's insane. It gives us a huge advantage. Our our luckily for us, our 
our uh, students have pretty free reign on right they're pretty brutal i mean we played fred hoiberg's son a couple years ago and they started chanting fire fred hoiberg <laughs> the game which was like i was like oh my god like fred's like the nicest guy in the I world know. and uh no but i i think it's i just think it's i think it's an advantage i do i think those yeah. whole gyms are lost things similar to the game how the game is changing everyone's building these big boxes and it, it's not the same. On a Tuesday night when you put 500 people in one of those big boxes, it'd be like playing in like, I don't know, I don't like it. I, I, think, I think it's an and what, what we look at as a small gym, I mean, where I grew up, there were six rows of bleachers <laughs> in just about every gym. Right. And everybody came to the games. They were, there were some big crowds. And, you know, it's, it's a different world. You know, the suburbs, eh, it's okay. I mean, we play in some pretty hostile environments, but – I there's something to be said about some awesome gyms that have very little seating and very passionate crowds. I know. I, I know that's going to be on my retirement thing is I'm going to start going to some of these and I got to figure out how to do it. Yeah, let my wife shop for a couple of days in Chicago and then I can, uh, then I can go. All right. So we're going to end here with, um, we're going to end with rapid fire. I better um, get ready and for then this. I got, I got a literally, I'm going to have to have you on again. In a, in a month or two because literally I got through like one tenth of the questions I had for you, but we'll do another one. Um, cause I'll, I'm sure I'll have questions on some of the stuff you're going to send me. Uh, all right. So rapid fire is basically just a question and you're going to give me an answer that you don't necessarily have to be fast, but I've been trying to prepare cause I've been listening to these. Podcasts. So what's your favorite basketball? Uh, Wilson. That's what we use. And is it, is Wilson a state tournament ball? Yeah, we went, Illinois went to Baden like a dozen years ago. It was the dumbest decision they ever did to go away from Wilson because of like some, they got money from something. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. The ball would get stuck between the backboard and the rim all the time. Okay. So do you have a Baden for tournament time to practice then? No, no. Wilson's, we're all Wilson. Oh, you're all Wilson all now. Wilson. Or you're back to Wilson. They went okay. back. They finally okay. realized they made a mistake. All right. Do you um, have any rituals? I do not believe in rituals. I think they're bad luck. Okay. <laughs> Coach has done his homework. I, most people come on this and haven't done their homework, so this is good. One sporting event in the entire world, what would you go to? Oh, man. Been to some good ones. St. Louis Cardinals, Game 7 World Series. You're a Cardinals fan? Yep. Oh, God. We might have to stop. Where's my I grew up in uh, about an hour and a half north of St. Louis. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. You guys got one title. We've got. 13. I know. Trust me, my dad's in his mid mid to late eighties. Never thought he'd see it. I mean, I'm ball. I was balling. Like, I was hoping a lot of people would never see it. My assistant coach and I. I would say that to him all no, the time. No, but the thing is, the thing is, my a lot of people in Wisconsin are Cub fans. Um, because my dad grew up in that was WGN was the only thing he could get on the radio in the forties and stuff, you know, he lived in mid in the middle of Wisconsin and Westfield. And anyway, I got a big Cubs fan thing in my. Now somebody was best game I've ever been to 1995 Penn state, Illinois, Penn state barely won at the end of the game in football. That was uh, probably one of the best games I've ever been to just electric atmosphere. Long, long time. Not one of your games. That surprises me. What was that? I'm surprised it's not one of your games. Yeah, I mean, I've been lucky to be in a lot of good ones there. I was just thinking outside. You know, okay, like, okay. As a fan. 
Do you have a favorite uh, meal? Oh, like pregame meal? Yeah, pregame meal. You know, I, I can't – I don't have, like, these awesome places, usually pizza – from the concession stand. I don't I don't normally eat. I try not to eat before the game. Yeah. Sometimes I feel I have to. Like you gotta eat something. It's usually probably pizza. I've I've been into intermediate fasting. That's my new thing the last couple. I've been doing reading on how it actually so so people can do some research on this, how it actually repairs your body. Because if you think about humans, you know, five hundred years ago you know, we weren't, we weren't eating all the time. Right. We were, we were, you know, we were, I'm going to have to have you come into my health class and talk during the nutrition. Unit. I, I'm telling you though, but it, it, it's, it's, it does actually make me, I mean, I'm, I have a lot of energy as it is, but, um, I I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm, I, you know, I tend to, yeah, yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan. Good stuff. Um, it is good stuff. Uh, one thing you do to relax, you don't relax because you have a one-year-old, but what do you do normally to relax? Well, my days of relaxation are almost over because I have another one coming in October. Oh my! God. Are you kidding? It's uh, gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a handful. Oh God! Okay, so you're you're still a man to man. Like, I we, yeah. We got two kids. We got two dogs. So if you have another one, you'll go to zone. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> to relax. I spoiled myself. I've got quite the compound at home. I have a pool and a hot tub. Okay. Hot tubs definitely. There's nothing better than getting home from a nice do you, win. Do you worry about drinking a hot so tub? Do you have a fence around? How do you do? You worry about that with the kiddos? Yeah, we we're uh, she's not not moving out outside yeah. without us. But yeah, we're trying to. It's all fenced in, and we're trying to uh, find even more ways to. Keep yeah, I bet that's that's the there's there's that window where that scary window when they're little. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, one coaching technique you think is important getting your kids to talk more than you okay i think that's i've said it a couple times but i think that's for any of us from you know from a division one big 10 coach to a seventh grade coach i think your good things are going to happen when your kids are i will say real things not just you know not talking like you know i'm better than you or trash talking but like when they're communicating out on the court, they're going to get better. Oh, I know the trash talking. Um, yes. I, if you, if you're on, I mean, I, I bet I talk 10% of practice probably me and cause I've turned some over to my assistant and practice I think is too, is different. Cause I think you can, you can actually stop, break stuff down. You know, some days you don't want to do that at all, but like that pregame practice that's a great time to talk and, you know, you're trying not to really, you know, I'm not going to sub, so I can't practice my kids too hard the day before the game. Right. But you know, it's uh well, you don't even I've have practice it. before the game. What are you talking yeah. about? I know. Um, best basketball player of all time. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh, Michael Jordan, no doubt about it. Even though, I do wonder, I mean, he's so good, he would adapt to anything, but 
like his game's so much different than today's game. Like he would be good. I, I, Michael Jordan just would have become like an awesome three point shooter, but he's unbelievable. I mean, he never went to a game seven. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. He hasn't gotten all the votes, but he's, he's pretty close. Uh, best basketball player you have seen in person. Um, I was thinking about this earlier because I heard you ask it to somebody else, but high school best basketball player I've ever seen from the stands, Sean Livingston, when he was in high school. Oh, God. We played against him. 60-foot no-look passes to oh, guys. he was crazy. He was a yeah, freak of um, nature. You know, there were stories like he would be playing against some national-ranked team and only have four points, and it'd be a tight game, and he'd score the last 16 points of the game. Um, he's a great story too. Cause he yeah. tore his ACL, I think. Oh, that was the worst injury I've ever seen. I show it in health class every year. The kids almost get sick. I mean, but then he came back from it and ended up yeah. winning rings with golden state. And, and he I, grew up a lot. Cause I was in Peoria. That's where I did my student teaching and half my family's from that area. And he had some issues in high school and really grew up quite a bit and uh good success story. It is a great success story. Um, Okay, so you're going to leave it at uh, that one we did. Uh, one thing that helped you become a better coach? Huddle. <laughs> you know, watching as much film as I possibly can. It saved my marriage. Crossover yeah. actually saved my marriage. Because you remember that – were you VC, VCR tape guy? Ever? No, thank no, God. We, had, we were pretty yeah. high-tech at Plano, honestly. We had a guy that would burn it onto DVD, like, at the game. They okay. came to every game. It was a lifesaver. But when I, when I was assistant coach, they were still doing the VHS and stuff. But oh, my God. The, I'm telling uh, you, my wife only knows me as a head coach because we got married just before the, – the summer before I became – and our first apartment, I had like a whole like – oh, it was crazy. It was, I don't – honestly, I don't know if I scouted anybody in person this year. With our schedule, when was I going to go? We only had like four days. We didn't have game the whole season that other people played. And, and it's hard. I'm I'm thinking of doing a course on. It's hard to scout. It it is so different seeing someone in person. I try to get to everyone in person if I can, because tape shows you stuff, but it doesn't show you. I don't know. Maybe it's me being the old. size. The speed. It doesn't show you the shine. It doesn't show you the quickness. It doesn't show you that first step. It, there's I, things, I scout like this. I watch the game and have the iPad. Yeah. Do you agree with that, though, that it doesn't show you everything? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely stuff. I mean, there are tournaments I was able to see some people. but And, you know, this that used to be a big argument in my old conference. They're like, you got to go out and learn to do it the way we did. I'm like, well, it's not like Bruce Weber was at Illinois at the time. I'm like, it's not like Bruce Weber's driving to West Lafayette to go scout Purdue. Right. You know, he's not going to he's not going out to Happy Valley to scout. <laughs> it was one of the ways it was literally 22, 23 years ago after my first season is my only losing season. After my first season, I remember sitting with my assistant coach and going, I can't do that. We were seven and fourteen. It was my only losing season. And and we sat, we sat in they're in the bus. The team's on the bus, the other people on the bus. And we literally sat there for the 30 minutes. I go, I can't do that. He goes, do what you can do, Steve. Do what you can do. And I said, Well, I can outscout people. He goes, and you gotta outscout people. You gotta outprepare them. Like and we and, and we were able to 20 some years ago. You can't do it anymore. We um, share film. Like our conference, you you send your last two games. 
everybody shares everything like that's completely different people used to look at you funny if in illinois if you took a video camera into a gym to scout right now every game there's like six ipads up there and like i just tell people i'm like just t- tell me what game you want i'll send it to you you send me to i'll send you to and it's uh only a couple people have said no when i've told them that that was my son. Um, I would say the other thing, if you're going to be a high school coach, you need to study high school coaches more than college and NBA. Like those, when I was talking about that Plano Christmas tournament that I used to go and watch everybody play, I was like, okay, why is this team always good? And I'm studying this guy, what he's doing, all this. There's you – you can't just study Virginia and think you're going to be a good high school basketball coach. Because you're not recruiting six, seven guys that can play pack line and do this. And, you know, maybe you are. I don't know. But. So so it goes back – I think it goes back to all those webinars and all that stuff at the beginning. It's like you're going to get one thing out of all of those. <laughs> you're literally going to get one thing out of all of those. Yeah. You're better off call, picking up the phone and talking to someone in your area. So I'm saying this to people listening all over the country and the world. You're better off picking up the phone or getting in a Zoom call – with a coach that's really good in your state that coaches high school or youth, then you are spending two hours watching, you know, one of those tapes. I'm just telling you from someone who's done it, you're going to get one or two things like, yeah, (laughs) I've, I've seen Bob Huggins give his awful one, three, one, sorry, Bob Huggins is listening, but he has an awful one, three, one presentation that he does at every clinic and it's on every DVD. Right, and it's not even their real defense. It's no. just like it's just junk that he says. I was at one clinic, and Roy Williams goes, "What am I supposed to talk about?" And they're like, uh, "Transitions." Like, "Oh, okay." But if you really want to know, come to our practice. Right. I mean, and the thing is, it's not like they're not willing to share. And there's good ones like Mike Neighbors is really good. There's good yeah. ones out there, but I'm just telling you that it's like 97 percent of those things don't pertain it's like it's like trying to learn nuclear physics when you don't know you know algebra two it's like it's not going to help you like well, and that was <laughs> my progression of studying those guys and then t-tubes and other right. sources i'm going to and then zach Beauvais, who has had pick and pop which oh, is pick an and, awesome pop's great. and you know actually somebody came in my gym to scout barrett and I had this drill called, I was calling it boys vert passing. He goes, did you get that from Zach uh, Beauvais? I'm like, who's Zach Beauvais? He's like, it's my best friend from high school. So I get, he gave me Zach's number. I still call Zach and get stuff. Now where's college Zach? coaches that are awesome. What was that? Where is Zach? He's at army. He's at Last army. I checked, he's assistant at army. You know, I Bruce Weber. I got to get him on. He'd be really good. I love his site. Yeah, he's good. Bruce Weber used to come into our gym. He would beat me to every 615 open gym we'd have in the fall when he was recruiting Benson. I could still text that guy a question, and he will respond in a three-page text about the Mikan drill. Like, you find people out there that are just awesome. Right, right. And, and the thing is, it's like, yes. And But anyway, a lot of people are just trying – yeah, anyway, don't get me started on all that stuff. So, And the thing is, I've learned – what I've learned over the last four months is – you got to do something with all this noise. Like you're yeah. going to find that out with parenting. If you start reading parenting books, <laughs> your head is going to explode. 
Like, I've got seven or eight of them over here, and okay. they have. They I've read Forty Eight Laws of here, Power. Here's my parenting advice from someone that's got an eighteen year old and sixteen year old: take, make sure they have enough to eat, <laughs> make sure they're safe, and make sure that they they know you love them. The rest of it's going to take care of itself. Like they'll 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 turn out fine. They'll be fine human beings. But it's like, oh my god! It's like it doesn't matter anyway. Don't get me started. I was hoping you were going to ask me the rapid fire question of favorite book. I think I've I'm got to it. I've got to it. I'm not, I've got to oh. it. Hold on. I'm, we're not okay. done yet. Um, best coach of all time. Who in basketball? Yep. And this is the hardest one. Everybody seems to have all time. I mean, everything's, I mean, Phil Jackson would be really hard, but I mean, he's hard to go against, but he also had, um, the best players of all time. So, so did Wooden, though. So did Wooden. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, I'll, I'll just stay current, and I'll say the guy that really impressed. Two guys really impressed. Actually, I'll go three guys really okay. impressed me right now. Nick Nurse, awesome stuff. Um, Brad Stevens, just very smart. I love Brad Stevens. I yeah. love Brad Stevens. And then uh, Chris Beard, Texas Tech, like just. I would, I would add, I'd add one to that list. I'd add Pop to that list. Yeah, yeah, he's really um, good. We ran a lot of their simple. I mean, he, Popovich is running kind of a junior high offense with the weak, strong motion. He nothing, is. nothing special about it. I, I love think Pop's got something. He's got something that he just kind of understands, and he's adapted too. He he, he doesn't run it as much as he did, but he, uh, you know, in all all. All four of those guys, big point when we were already talking about, are doing stuff that's not the new normal. They're all willing to do stuff that's like not the trend pack line, five out, spread, ball screen, whatever everybody wants to say. You know, like if you're going to something and everybody else was already doing it, you're years behind them. So do you think, do you think offensively you're doing what everyone's doing? You know, I think somewhat but I think we do it a little bit different than anybody we've seen I mean we run that we run that Villanova offense but we don't come out and set the ball screen we just keep cutting and passing and you make a mistake and the closeouts are so big we get the drive we we didn't set we set maybe five ball screens last year you know we we didn't because set everybody's ball. setting ball screens, so yeah. I'm not going to set ball screens because everyone's setting ball screens. There's a like, lot to that, I think. And I mean, we ch- I love double drag ball screens. Like I used to be pretty close with Illinois staff, and that was one he brought when John Gross was there, and he brought it with Dad Mata, and it saved my season one year. We won 20 games because of that offense. Right. We can't run it here i mean we just get annihilated like because i'm because they're gonna just those athletes are just gonna run at you yeah. like if you do that yeah um so book what's your best book one book 48 laws of power awesome book john green zach bove got me or he uh had a you know like you have your top books yep it is a deep read but very good you're what's, not gonna sit down and read say it again 48 laws of power. Okay. It's you, like, I have not heard that book very rarely 500 pages. And then the sides of it have old, you know, stuff from Egyptian culture. It's all about manipulating people. You know, he also has one called 48 laws of seduction. 
and it's just about how you use like power over people like don't outshine the master and things like it's awesome book even if you don't get anything from that chapter you just start thinking of ways you can like manipulate people which i think is actually a really good thing in teaching and coaching 48 laws of power okay um all right my last question is um what would you tell your younger self? Maybe have a little bit more balance in life. I, I didn't get married until I was late in life because I was all basketball, but that's worked out at the same time. Right. Um, you know, I just keep studying the game like I was. I've been pretty happy with coaching of where it's taken me. And, you know, you can't. there's not enough stuff out there to study. Just keep – even like you're talking about the Princeton – you might not ever run it, but it might help you on defense. It helps you with some little. Well, it might give me one or two sets or something. It might give me something that I can do. What I like with John is how he, he has basically told me how he breaks. Like you can't do breakdown drills to teach the Princeton. So he's, he's gotten it down to a progression where you have to teach it. So that intrigues me to no end. Like, I said, you don't do like little, he goes, you do a little, but not really because the Princeton is this whole kind of, first of all, it's a super duper secret thing that basically took yeah. him like seven years to figure it out. Uh, Cause he would call Corell and he goes, well, just watch some film poof, you know, kind of thing. I've heard that from a bunch of different people. So, so he, he's broken it down to the point where that, and I'm more intrigued, like, okay, I run kind of a read and react dribble drive hybrid kind of thing. Um, Cause you're it, not just going to see man every single game, right? Like college, you know, there's not a lot of zone in college. There's not no, a lot of, you know, no. NBA is making people look stupid with zone. I know it's crazy. And it's working. So I, think I, I saw the other day, 5,000 possessions of zone compared to like 83 or something like that. Well, I was watching the Mavs. I was just watching the Mavs uh, Clippers and there's like the zone. And it's like, they, they didn't know what to do because these big bodies take up space. Um, I that, just, that would be another good tip. What can you do just to make them uncomfortable? You're seven and 14. You can't beat them. What can you do to maybe give yourself a shot? Just by being uncomfortable. That's when, that's when I run like an inverted triangle in two. I'll do crazy stuff at that point. When, I, when I'm when i like shooting into the dark, I just look, I'm a big audible guy because I can't, I fall asleep now when I read. 48 Laws of Power is on Audible and it's got 14. Now, so a normal book will have like three, 400 reviews. This thing has 14,093 reviews. And the review, reading the reviews is just about as good as reading the book because half the people in the world hate it and half the people love it. They hate that it's like talking about manipulation. Okay. And like I'm putting it in my, I'm putting it as we talk in my, in my, um, in my wish list. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to listen to that. Um, thank you. I'm going to definitely have you on again. Hey everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. Um, make sure if you want to hear more, Go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you want to hear other podcasts, go over and check out High School Hoops and Teacher Side Gig by Coach Collins. And subscribe, like, review all of them. Five-star reviews would be nice. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.